Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Jim, in Canada and the USA, we celebrate the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. What does the Bible say to encourage men who are fathers? Pablo, you and I were blessed to become fathers over 50 years ago. For me, it was a steep learning curve from being a self-centered single to a supportive spouse raising this newly arrived bundle of shock and awe. Looking back 50 years, I'd say our goal as fathers is to model to our children the attributes of our Heavenly Father. Just as God is eternal, so in reality, the impact of a father is eternal. Our DNA molecules design the physical features and inherited qualities of our children. Likewise, the day-to-day exchanges between a father and a child have a lifelong influence on the development of that child as an individual. Fathers help shape their daughter's role expectations for her future husband, and fathers role model fathering skills or lack thereof for their children. Likewise, God is faithful. So is the father who keeps his promises even when it hurts. He keeps his promises to his wife and children. Faithfulness is like the glue that binds a family together. When our yes means yes and our no consistently means no, trust will increase. Children respond to a single positive word of encouragement more than a stream of haranguing and belittling. It was the kindness of God that led us to repentance. The model of our Heavenly Father is a shepherd, not a police sergeant. God is good. He is kind and gentle with his sheep. His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, was gentle and meek. He learned those traits from his Heavenly Father. God is a God of grace. Militant, legalistic, disciplinarian fathers need to note the quality of grace shown by our Heavenly Father. The prodigal son had a father who knew how to forgive and show grace. Paul, would you be willing to tell our listeners a great story of forgiveness and grace in your family? Yes, and I have my older daughter's permission to tell this story. As a late teen, she became pregnant by a young man she was dating. One night I arrived home not knowing the news. My wife met me and said, Tonight our daughter has something to tell you and how you respond will determine our future relationship with her. Our daughter then told us she was pregnant and, in tears, asked us and asked God to forgive her. I had a choice. Get angry, kick her out, or forgive her, accept her, and love the child. We chose the latter. I forgave my daughter. She had the child and no abortion. This child turned out to be a delightful granddaughter who I love dearly. She is now grown and married. Our daughter was later married to a wonderful Christian man who adopted this little girl. Four more children became part of this model family, and now years later, we have harmonious and lovingly close relations with our daughter, her husband, and our beautiful grandchildren. Pablo, you taught me more about how God extends grace by your actions than I learned through listening to many sermons. 
You are a model for us to follow when our children damage our prized material possessions by accident or ruin our family image with a divorce or abortion or choose to change their gender. God extends grace when we ask for forgiveness. We as fathers must swallow our pride and likewise show grace. God, our Father, is able to expect high standards from us, for He is holy. Likewise, the character expectation level for our children cannot exceed our personal performance level, or we become hypocrites in the eyes of our children. The Apostle Paul was clear when he told the Ephesians, Be imitators of God. Habits, values, attitudes, and beliefs are many times assimilated by children from their primary male model, their father, especially if their father is exhibiting a consistent life of holiness. God is immutable, meaning he does not change. The more we as fathers think through our options and pray through our decisions, the less we have to change our mind or ask forgiveness for a wrong decision. The child who says, I trust my dad, likely has a father who patterns his life after this divine attribute. God is infinite. There is no end to the depth and the riches both of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. Fathers who continue to learn will grow with their children. Happy is the father who shares life with his children as they build memories together. Consider a significant physical memory item to keep whenever there's been a great spiritual victory won. David kept Goliath's sword in his tent as a reminder that God helped him defeat the giant. And God is just. For a child to say, My father is just is a priceless compliment for a father to hear. It's even better than them saying, my dad is fair. Protocol is the right thing done at the right time, in the right manner, to the right people. Justice is basically knowing what to see, what to hear, when to speak, and when to act. The prophet Micah said, we are to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God. On occasions, our Heavenly Father moved with lightning swiftness to execute judgment. Ananias and Sapphira got immediate punishment for lying. Or he waited with endurance until individuals had an opportunity to repent. In the days of Noah, there was 120 years of grace while Noah was building the ark. The same God, unchanging, but he was just and able to make right decisions to fulfill his will in the lives of his children. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. You can contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Today we're talking about fathers. Experiencing love from an earthly father makes it easier to comprehend the love of a spiritual father. God our Father is a loving God. We love Him because He first loved us. A father's love model gives credibility to all the words a child will hear about the love of God. Husbands, love your wives, so that children might see the model of God's love. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son. The Son, in turn, so loved you and me that he gave his life for the church. Love is contagious. The Bible says, God is love. 
Can our children say, my dad is love? Our eternal father is also merciful. He is mindful that we are but dust. He became one with us as God incarnate in Jesus of Nazareth. Wise is the earthly father who remembers his youth and recalls his growing up days. Who can exercise mercy and compassion according to the age need of his maturing child? The highest authority in a biblical family structure is the father. The husband is called the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. As Christ was subservient to the father, so the husband must be a servant to the word of God. The power entrusted to a father is to help develop his child in six areas. Independence, security, self-discipline, spiritual maturity, sexual understanding, and preparation for adulthood. How the father fulfills his role as an influential authority figure affects these six areas of growth. Again, a wise father adapts his leadership style to the maturity level of each child. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere, so he knows everything. He knows what we need before we ask. A father who seeks to be aware of the world his children live in will be aware of his child's needs, sometimes before they ask. It may require a visit or reading or an inquiry to gain awareness of each child's complex environment. Jesus prayed with his disciples that the evil one might not tempt them. Job offered sacrifices in case his sons had sinned against God. Fathers have a responsibility to use the knowledge they have of their children to pray for them. We learn more about our Heavenly Father in quiet one-to-one times together. Likewise, we find out more about our children when we share life together on a personal basis one-to-one. Fathers filled with the Holy Spirit have the basics to fulfill their role. In the beginning was God. Our knowledge of God is rooted in his true revelation to us through the biblical records. Our children need to know us as their father. Who are we? What has God done in and through us? What have we learned about God and his goodness and his sovereignty that we can share with our children and grandchildren when you are going to bed and when you are getting up? Proverbs says fathers are to direct their children onto the right path. It was never intended for this role to be abdicated to other people, organizations, or government, or even just left to mothers. Few people comprehend the freedom a father has to teach, influence, and mold the life of his children. Fathers need to use that freedom wisely. Consider this, men. Being male is a biological fact. Masculinity is a learned response. The father's role is to teach his children true masculinity and true femininity, understood apart from appearance, occupation, social position, or economic value. When our first son was old enough to memorize Bible verses, I decided the first verse he should memorize was Ephesians 6.1. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. (laughs) My wife Rita smiled and said, and the second verse he memorizes should be, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, lest they become discouraged. Later, I remember the little guy looking at me after I had told him to stop doing something, and he said, Daddy, you're making me discouraged.
Our Heavenly Father demands obedience for himself, which he regards as better than sacrifice. Likewise, he expects his human children to obey their parents. Honor your father and mother is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. In a society of increasingly isolated, lonely, elderly citizens, children need to see fathers honoring their aging parents. Is it worth it to be a father, men? Let the words of Martin Luther encourage us to fulfill our role with joy and enthusiasm. He says, Married people should remember that they can perform no better and no more useful work to the glory of God for the benefit of the church and the state for themselves and their children than the proper upbringing of their children. There you have it, men. Happy Father's Day. May God's Holy Spirit make us wise fathers who model His character. For comments or feedback, Dr. Jim's email address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. Visit our website at goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to become Men Alive transformed into the image of Jesus Christ.